Hi guys, this is your girl Lachey and this is another episode of Just Do It. How are you? How are you feeling? You know, what's been going on? How was the rest of your February? We are now in the month of March. Come on in here. We have made it to the third month of the year. And God is worthy of the praise. He is worthy of the glory. He is worthy of the honor. Listen, guys, y'all got to give God praise. There are people who made it to the new year but didn't make it to this day. So if you have uh, activities of your limbs, if you have air um, to breathe, you have the activities of your eyes, your nose, your mouth, all your senses, they work, they move. Listen, you can wiggle your toes. That is something right there to just thank God for because he didn't have to do it and you don't have to be here. Come on. Sometimes we get so caught up with thinking that things are supposed to be a certain way, but that is not the case. We are here by God's humble grace. As a matter of fact, not his humble grace, his great grace. So we ought to be humble. That's what I mean to say. We are here by God's great grace his overwhelming grace, his magnificent grace, his everlasting grace. Come on in here. The Bible says that God's mercy is everlasting. Now there is a difference between mercy and grace. Grace is God's favor and mercy is what God withholds from you that you deserve. So the punishment that you deserve, he withholds it from you. So that's his mercy. And it says that his mercy is everlasting. Come on in here. Too many times we walk puffed up and we have such an entitlement and we don't realize that we are literally on the mercy of God. Come on in here. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. We, hallelujah, we are in the mercy of God. Come on in here. And I believe that we are still within the favor of God. Hallelujah, which is the grace of God. I know some people say that grace is no longer a thing, that we have moved out of God's grace. But I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus that God's favor is still upon his people. Come on in here. That things shall happen for us this year. That we shall see evidence of miracles, signs, and wonders this year. Come on in here. We have the power to invoke the blessings of the Lord and the favor of the Lord to those who are his. We walk in his greatness. Hallelujah. Listen, y'all, I am, I don't even know, hallelujah, what, what is going on. Listen, I am on a fast, y'all, right? So things have been, my first week in my fast has been, I don't, I can't even describe it in words, but I'm here. I'm here and I'm fired up for God. And I'm just grateful to even fast, to be, um, to be able to be pure before him, right? To purify, to be a living sacrifice, to sacrifice food, to sacrifice, you know, different things, to just be cleansed and pruned um, and purified is an honor. I am honored to be able to fast. Not easy, but I'm honored. I'm also honored to be a believer, to be a Christian. I am honored, right? Um, and I just feel like we need to consider the things of God very seriously. You know, I was um, I was talking to my daughter recently and I said to her, listen, 
you have decided to become a Christian. So because you have made that conscious decision on your own, you have to take the things of God very seriously, right? Because although we are on the although we are in the mercy of God, come on here, and though we have his favor, right? His grace, um, God is still omnipotent. He is still holy. He is still to be revered. He is still righteous. Come on in here. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is holy, holy, holy. And because of that, hallelujah, he is sacred. Come on in here. He is majestic. I can go on and on. Um, but we ought to thank him. Hallelujah. We ought to give him the reverence. Oh God, we ought to fear him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He is such a good God. Listen, so, um, yeah, so I'm all over the place, but God is good. And I just felt so compelled. I was in here reading. I was in study and I just felt a pull to get on today and to just talk to y'all. Um, and I was like, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you want to say, but I'm here and I'm ready. So I don't even know the title of this message. I guess I would say the title of this message is just do it. <laughs> and I'm sure I did this already. I'm sure I did a podcast a episode where I'm talking about just do it. Just do it, right? But in all seriousness, just do it. You know, just do the things of God. Just worship him. Just praise him. Just be grateful. Just have a good heart posture. How is your heart? How was your heart today? I used to ask people that all the time and they were so complex. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? How's my heart? My heart is fine. But, you know, God wants our heart. God is concerned about the health of our heart. You know, um, and, you know, the Bible says that, you know, we ought to pray that God creates in us a clean heart, a pure heart and renew his righteous spirit within us. Our heart is a concern of God's. Come on in here. How is your heart today? How you feel? Are you disappointed? Are you weary? Are you heartbroken? Are you tired? Like, how are you feeling on the inside? We operate sometimes off of functionality and we just do it. We just, like I said, just do it, right? We just do things, right? We could be sick and tired of a thing and we're just still doing it. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Let me say it one more time. That makes no sense. If you're sick and tired of doing something, you need to pause and you need to evaluate what exactly is going on. God is concerned about your heart. What do I mean, right? So the Bible says in Romans 10, verse 9 and 10, if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, that Jesus is the son of God and he was raised from the dead, that you shall be saved. It is through the confession of your mouth and the belief in your heart that you are saved. So what you say out of your mouth indicates what you feel in your heart. Jesus talks about that. If you don't know, I would encourage you to go ahead and look at the, the gospels of Jesus, which is Matthew, um, Mark, Luke, and John, or however order that is. I'm pretty sure that was it because <laughs> I'm just freestyling right now, y'all. Um, and he always would expose the Sadducees and the Pharisees because they had an outward appearance, right? They appeared religious. They were, they appeared in order. But when they 
spoke, they spoke of ugliness and judgment and 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 wickedness and hard heartedness, heart heartedness. Now all the sounds in the world is gonna go on, y'all. It was just extremely quiet, but of course because I'm on here, and you know I'm saying what God is asking me to say. It's gonna be all types of distractions, y'all. So please forgive my background. I'm not up in no hotel, motel, condo, um, mansion. I live in the hood, all right? <laughs> You're going to hear different things. But nevertheless, so the the Sadducees and the Pharisees appeared to be righteous. They appeared to be godly, right? They, you know, they went to the temple and they studied and they knew the law, but their heart, Jesus always said, your heart is not right. He said, you didn't, you don't even recognize the things of God because see, Jesus was among them and they couldn't even recognize him. They were trying to accuse him. They were attacking him. They did not understand the heart of God. Come on in here. They did not get it. They were just doing things to do it, to do it, to do it. But they had no heart in it. There was no passion in it. There was no desire to please God. It was just a desire to appear to look righteous. The Bible says that people have a form of righteousness, but the, the but deny its power. Come on in here. That's what the Sadducees, the Sadducees, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were. They were just an outward appearance. Their heart was ugly, right? And God wants to fix your heart on today. So that's the title of this message. I'm nine minutes in, and the title of this message is Just Let God Fix Your Heart. Just let God fix your heart. Listen, there are some things that has that has happened in your life. There are some things that has happened in my life. I'm Like I said, I'm on a fast right now, y'all. I'm on a fast for 40 days. I'm in week two. Um, and my, 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 it's been challenging, but one of the things that I am just so grateful for is the fact that the layers of pain that I've had surrounding my heart is beginning to peel away. See, the Bible says that some things are not going to be dealt with and delivered except with prayer and fasting, right? So God wants to heal his people again. Many people are broken. Not just because of things that they've been through when they were children. You know, I've been some I've been through some things when I was a child. So things are starting to resurface. Things are being dug up so that I can be delivered from some of the things that were not I was not delivered from. Some pain, some shame, some condemnation some, some condemnation, right? Condemning my own self, blaming my own self. Just some things that has been festering along that affects who I am, right? So God wants to heal the broken parts of you. It's this song that I so love. It's called Deliver Me by Donald Lawrence. And I forget the singers that's in the back. But my, 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 if you have not heard that song, Deliver Me, my God, that thing right there, I can feel the Holy Ghost as I'm even talking about it. It talks about some things. Right, like in our soul and our heart that we have not allowed God to touch. You know how, like sometimes, like say you trust somebody, right? Like say you're in a relationship, right? And you like, listen, I'll let you do this, I'll let you do this, but uh, uh-uh, you can't do that, right? We put up a blockage with some relationships because you know sometimes in the past, most of the times in the past, we've been hurt, so we're no longer just this open person that's like, hey, hey, everything's okay. No, 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 you start to put a block that you can't go here, and we do the same thing with God. 
like, listen, God, I love you. I know that you're going to take care of me. I, I bless my family. I thank you for taking my for taking care of my family. We say all of these things, but we won't let God near our heart to heal us. Because the truth of the matter is some of those things that hurt us in the past, we don't want to revisit that. We, who wants to revisit painful moments? Times where you are abandoned. Times where you felt isolated. Times where you felt betrayed. Come on in here. We don't want to visit those places, but the truth of the matter is in order for you to be a full functioning, healthy adult, you need to be healed from the inside out. Come on in here. God wants to do the inner work in your heart. He wants to heal. He wants to mend. Come on in here. The broken pieces, the pieces where we don't want to talk about. Come on in here. The pieces where we don't even know that need to be put back together. How about that? I feel the Holy Ghost because I know that it's people walking around, around me, you know, in my neighborhood, you know, in my family whose heart is just broken and they don't even know how to operate as a whole person and they can't because their heart is broken. So I want to encourage you on today to allow Jesus into your heart. It is a heart matter. The Bible says that we ought to love the Lord our God with all our mind, all our soul. Now the helicopter's here, y'all. All our mind, all our body, all our soul, our heart, our mind. I, I think I said everything. He wants us to love him and honor him with every part of our being. Our heart matters. In 1 Samuel, I believe the Bible says that People look at the outer appearance of a man. It says, but I, the Lord, your God, looks at the person's heart. The heart is important to God. Come on in here. How can you operate with a broken heart? How can you love people? How The Bible commands us to love our neighbors. How can we love our neighbors when we don't even love ourselves? Come on in here. We need God and we need therapy. Listen, people don't want to go to therapy. They believe that God can heal all things, including their heart and the stuff that's going on with them. God's going to deal with it. And that's true. But I want you to know that God made therapy too, right? I am, I just graduated last year. Actually, I finished my classes last year, about two years ago, <laughs> two years ago um, in October in marriage and family therapy. I know the importance of therapy. And as I was going through my classes, I was like, my God. I was getting healed. I was getting delivered and I was getting set free. So I want to encourage you to accept Jesus Christ today in your heart. Accept him in your heart, y'all. We have to stop playing with the things of God. God is not, listen, God is not to be toyed with. God is to be revered. He loves you. He will always protect you. He will always be there for you. But what are you going to do for him? You are here on this earth for a purpose. There is a purpose for your being. You're not just here by chance. You were, you were not a mistake. The Bible says before you were formed, I knew you. God said he knew you before you were formed. He knew you. He knew how your mother and father were going to meet before your mother and father even met. He knew who your parents were going to be. He knew who your sibling was going to be. He knew. He knows who your spouse is or will be. He knows all things. He is omnipotent. And right now, I feel the urge to encourage you to give your heart to Jesus. And if you don't know how to do that, just say, 
Lord, I come to you today standing in the need of healing and deliverance, O oh God. Standing in the need of salvation, O oh Father. I ask you to allow your son, Jesus Christ, to come into my heart. Take resident in my heart and heal my heart from the inside out. Father, I've been broken. Oh God, Father, I've been I've been hurt. I've been un, I've been un, listen, I have some unforgiveness in my heart. I have some anger in my heart. There are things in my heart that I don't even like to discuss. But Father, your word says, and I know I'm kind of speaking fast, but not really. Your word says that all things are possible through you. So Father, mend my heart. Allow Jesus to take ownership and lordship over me, my heart, my mind, and, and I accept salvation on today in the name of Jesus. Listen, it's just that simple. Let him start doing the inner work. And then as you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life, you start to repent. You have to repent. You have to realize there are things that you have done that is not pleasing unto God. So you have to repent. And then once you repent, you can have an outward display of your salvation through baptism. Then you allow yourself to get baptized. Baptism does not save you. The Bible does not say that. But it is an outward um, acknowledgement to the world that you have decided to take um, salvation from Jesus, that you have decided, you have accepted it. Salvation is offered to all, right? But not everyone accepts it. So when you get baptized, um, it allows your old man to be washed away and you come up as a new man. The same is true when you confess Jesus Christ. The old man is gone and the new man or woman arises. You are a new creation. There is no way that you're supposed to be walking around as a new creation with an old broken heart. Listen, y'all, I'm 17 minutes in. I don't even know why I'm still talking. This may have been the longest episode that I've had in some time, but I just felt so compelled. Like I said, I was sitting here, I was in my study, and I felt the urge to just get on. And I didn't know what I was going to say, but I just allowed God to lead me because God knows that it's somebody that is listening to this episode right now and saying, man, my heart has been uh, hurting for such a long time. Listen, I've been depressed. I've been feeling anxious. I've been grieving so long, and I don't even know how to fix this. But can I tell you on today that God is the only one that can do it? And through his son, Jesus Christ, we are able to get healed, delivered, and set free. Because the Bible says that he was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of, hallelujah, of your peace was upon him. And by Jesus Christ's stripes, you are healed. I decree and declare that you are healed on today, that you receive your healing because healing is the children's bread. Come on in here. Jesus is the bread of life. Hallelujah. So I just pray that you were blessed. Hallelujah. By this episode, I really hope that it has some type of order to it. We in 19 minutes, y'all. So I'm not going to hold y'all any longer. But this is your girl, Shay. Happy Women's History Month. Honor the women in your life. And do some research on some women. Come on. Encur- like, learn about your history. History is important. This is your girl, Lachey, and this is another episode of Just Do It.